gentlemen, behold. We have survived. We have returned. We have returned. <laughs> uh, my life for Comic-Con? I don't know. What are we doing here? StarCraft? <laughs> yeah. What was Gentlemen Behold? I'm tired. <laughs> uh, We're I recording think... the day after Comic-Con ended. Uh, this is July 23rd. My feet still hurt. <laughs> Word. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten my voice totally back yet. Well, you you had a little surprise there where you were probably making lots of uh, clapping and, and cheering. Yeah, there was a, a fair amount of cheering from a lot of people. Um, we were lucky enough to win tickets to go see the Conan taping on Saturday afternoon. That is definitely one of the things that I wish I could do every year, but the lines and the stuff that I have to do to do it never seems worth it. Well, we never, in years past, we've never even gotten past the first hurdle of winning tickets in the raffle up front. Right. Yeah, because there, I guess there are ways to do the standby line if you don't, uh, if you don't win the upfront raffle, but even they had signs posted this year that there would be no standby, so unsure how that worked. Yikes. Hey, uh, it's our Comic-Con episode, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear lots about Conan and everything else, but uh, we did record a little bit live. I think we should maybe, what, cut to that and then follow it up with everything we didn't cover in the first part, because we recorded that early, what, Friday? Yeah, that was Friday yeah. afternoon. So some stuff went down after that, including the Conan taping Michael's talking about. And then uh, followed up with our impressions on things that we predicted for the con, which I know one of us reviewed, though it may not have been me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we get, what, Journey as we start to record? Yeah, just a little bit of somewhere, background music. Somewhere there's Journey. Probably just oh. enough for us, not enough to hear on the... <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. So I promise, at some point soon, I'm going to look at like getting us some lavaliers. Okay. Because this that triangle powwow seems like a bad plan. <laughs> I feel like we're back having kindergarten story time. Sitting. Okay. This is our first time recording all three of us? Yes, yes. in the same JJ place. JJ and I have done two Comic-Cons and some BlizzCons with mixed results, technically speaking. <laughs> Super the con I, I seem to recall some wind interrupting the a con recording. Look, the content has been great. Yes. Top show. Top, maybe. Top flight. Top, top cow. Top cow would be a Comic-Con reference. Yes. Top cow. Definitely we recorded stuff. It was all great, but maybe you didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, though, that we should what, start with a roundabout of what, what do you think? Is it first, boring for first what impressions? we've done or just impressions? Yeah. Sure, impressions. Marvel's not here with their movies. Are there less people? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I was going to say, it's, it's equal or more than every other year that we've done this. There's a guy wearing a Quail Man costume. Yep. That is the third one that I have seen in the last oh, two days. Really? Wow. Okay. That's cool. We found, I think, hopefully, we'll see how bad the wind is, because yeah. I'm starting to feel it, of course, as soon as we hit the record button. Uh, and I didn't bring the sock, because I thought we would record inside, <laughs> like we did last time. But there's not echoey out here, and I don't hear a million people. Yeah. The echo was quite bad one year when we recorded inside, so. Yeah. So we're trying this outside thing. We'll see. I'll be good with that. But uh, no, there are, I haven't, no, there's not less people. No. There's equal number of people. There's more cosplay. It's nice. I didn't see much cosplay last year. I yeah, I actually have seen a lot of, like, good, obscure characters Variants. also. Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw Venom downstairs that was really good, and the movie hasn't even come out yet. We saw Dr. Fate. Yes, we did. Who's a person I don't think I've ever even read a comic of. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. Like, classic Aquaman. Not the, like, newfangled Jason Momoa Aquaman, like... Very uh, 70s. Very 70s. Very, very orange. <laughs> he had, like, sparkly orange uh, scales. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Uh -huh. It was a lot. I like the cosplay this year. Uh, yeah, it. it's been good. I feel uh, like it has all... What I have seen has all skewed toward the high end more than some years. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't see I people have in their pajamas. I have a whole lot of ripe or, yeah. you know, lingerie and ears and calling lingerie it a Lingerie and ears. Yeah. That is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. If it's just your underwear... It's not a costume. It's not a costume. Now, yeah. you can put your underwear outside your costume, 
Right. Superman. You know, Superman style. Right. Or like... Whale man. You know, people in those like spandex suits, which sure. may as well be underwear. Okay, but that's... See just as much. Yeah. Well... <laughs> all right, let's get off that. <laughs> Done. Uh, we saw a couple panels. Yeah. We've seen the floor. That's cool. I mean, I feel like varied experiences this year a little bit. Yeah. I didn't... That exclusives portal... <laughs> I don't know that it's affected that much. I kind of thought things would be more different than they are. There are um, still giant lines at every single booth. Yeah, all the booths that, that enter the lottery all still seem to have a crazy crush of people. We yeah. wondered if maybe it might improve things if they had segmented the time slots more. Put like 15 so you minutes only between get them or whatever. Like a half hour instead of a two, three hour window. I don't think they can move the people effectively or efficiently. That's probably enough. the worry. To get everybody in, because I I did Hallmark this morning, <laughs> and they have a ticket system. You show up first thing in the morning, and they're handing them out, bam, 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 and you get like a, an hour time slot. It's effectively, what you got at the exclusive portal, you just you got to beat your feet to get there to get there the to get the tickets. I mean, that's not different than it was online. in previous years, right? Right. No. right. So that's you have to make system. that choice that it's your first thing to do. They had enough tickets that. I got there at 9.45 this morning, and they still had tickets or whatever. So that booth descends into chaos in the afternoon because at 12.30, 1 o'clock, yeah. they clear the ticketed line, and then at a signal, they open it back up for whatever is unsold. And you basically just have to press in and hope that you get... Basically, everyone presses up against the wall, and then they come down and plane a single line of people and you gotta hope you're touching the wall or they're gonna push you back oh my jeez see so they need more time slots or to join the exclusives portal you know who needs to join the exclusives portal peanuts they're not listening to this because I don't think I've ever seen a Snoopy game ever you know uh, Stephanie was corresponding last year with one of the like Upper ups there because she's like a member at the Snoopy Museum. Oh, okay. And they like bonded or whatever, and so she like sent some emails to that lady, and uh, maybe we could like forward them like, mm. some feedback, some suggestions. It's like, hey, by the way, it's impossible to get in line to buy. Yeah. I-, I literally can't give you my money. I want to, and I can't. I think Peanuts falls into a trap that a lot of booths fall into that are in the middle of the hall, which is that they literally don't have space for people to wait. Yeah. Right. Without yeah, obstructing definitely. the flow of traffic. Like definitely. the booths along the edges, the big booths that have wall space where mm-hmm. people can collect have a little bit easier time of line management. And some of the booths, and it's not unique to this specific one, so we can get off of peanuts, but some of them know that they would have a line all day. Yeah. They've been doing this for an amount of years that they know. Like last year we had a line all day. The year before that we had a line all day. Like, and they off- Comic Con offers this new service. Is Split it, the lines up, yeah. Yeah, well, it, do you think Comic-Con has to step in and say... You need to do this? You need to do this, because we have three floor managers and 85 security for your booth. Yeah, because that's the thing. At some point, like Comic-Con has to be like, look, this is a waste of our resources policing your line. Because, and like, it's not, and we're acting like this is about peanuts only, but it's not. Like, there are other no, booths no, no, no. doing exactly the same thing, yeah. where they have six people holding end-of-line signs and security to keep people from cutting and all this stuff. It's just a lot. Well, and yeah. one of the things that, that I think is an unexpected benefit of the exclusives portal that we've much maligned or or also said might be good uh, within the last two weeks as we experienced it, one of the good things that came out of it is, yeah, maybe not everyone got in, but these time slots have have culled the chaos of people waiting for the line cap to disappear. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, the line is still always capped, and there's still a line for that hour, and that hour rolls into the next hour, and rolls into the next hour, and so Lego, which is one of these companies that has a lot, still has a line outside their booth, wrapped the whole booth all the way to a far wall, and mm-hmm. on the far wall there... But, there's no, you know, like, walk up, oh, what's this for? Oh, it's the exclusive support alone, you know, like, and then they walk away. Yeah. There's no crush yeah. waiting to mob. In some ways, I think that's definitely a good thing. It prevents the line from growing beyond a certain level of chaos. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and I, and I don't know, and maybe it's not really, like, it's better, but is it that much better? I don't know. It's hard to 
it's hard to say. Um, I heard a story of the waiting in line this morning. A woman was telling me about a booth that got shut down. They just shut the whole booth down because the, the, lines the were too bad. press of people trying to get in when they had the line capped. And like every time it would move, a bunch of people would try and rush it to be the next one in line. And floor security basically said, nope, we're coming back in an hour. Whoa. Everybody's got to go. Okay. So they shut the whole booth down and cleared it out. And that's just lost sales for them yeah. at that point. Um, it's probably not yeah. lost sales, right? Because people will come back. Yeah, hour. I guess. It's, I mean, it's just, it's so demoralizing, the whole thing. Right. It's like the line situation in general. But, but it's nice to have the exclusive system and non-exclusive system in the same con. It's not like every booth switched over. Yeah. So you can like, oh, Compare. this isn't as, as like, enjoyable this way, and, and the exclusive way might be uh, effective. Yeah. It's, I don't know. And, like, some of the booths that are doing both exclusive and non-exclusive stuff are kind of, like, straddling the line or whatever. And right. It's hard to know. So, I, it's been interesting. That's for sure. Well, and one of the downsides of it, if we switch it over, is I had an experience this morning. We were recording on Friday, but uh, with trying to get a wristband. And the wristband, <laughs> the wristband system didn't work out. Right? Yep. Because I couldn't get into the convention center within the time slot because there's just too many people. So I don't know. We did uh, we did experience one sort of unintended perk from it uh-huh. yesterday morning. We slept in. Uh-huh. There was nothing that we wanted to do first thing in the morning because we'd gotten the things that we wanted at preview night. And the morning of the first full day rolls around, and you know we're running on, we've been running on short sleep from the night before, trying to get ready to get down here, and we just decided, you know what, we'll sleep in and come in when they open the front doors. So unusual actually, for you. It was yeah, it was <laughs> the first time I had ever done that in this is four years in this year for me. Oh, uh, young man, I know, I know, was, uh, kind of the baby of the group. That is pretty unusual. But there's like still some pretty cool stuff out on the floor, I think, that you don't really need a huge line to do. Uh, we posted some fun pictures of Andrew and I in the Lego Millennium Falcon cockpit. Yeah. Out on the Instagram. Uh, folks want to follow that and check it out. There's also a coming soon GIF. Yeah. I have to remember not to say it the wrong way. Of, of, uh, us, at the, of us at the, the payload tour. Yeah, the Overwatch payload tour. It was pretty fun, huh? These are all things while Michael was uh, chasing down his free books. Yeah, he's <laughs> some free books. Got a lot of them so far, and the the stack keeps growing. I so. do feel like that. If I had to like sum up your Comic Con, you can do a lot of stuff. You go to a lot of panels, you get a lot of exclusives, you do a lot of work, you do a lot of lines. But then, like at the end of the, the con, the thing that sticks with me about Michael's con is that he has a stack of things of books, yeah. and it's a con- comic convention. You just don't have pictures. <laughs> it's great, though. The, the Shout-out to the publishers, um, in particular, I think it's Delray, who prints out a list for every day of the convention of all of the book booths and when their giveaways are. Mm. So that makes our that makes it easy for us to be able to snag a bunch of uh, free copies of stuff. Nice. Yeah. It's been uh, pretty fun. I, there's still... I'm still gonna. I'm gonna try to get into that Taco Bell okay, Demolition Man thing. Give us the rundown on that. I'm gonna try. Yeah. We'll did we, did we do a rundown on that before? I don't know if we talked about it on the pod or not. No. Uh, Taco Bell is took over a fancy restaurant downtown, and they are doing Taco Bell 2032 from Demolition Man, of which it is the 25th anniversary of that movie as well. Uh, and they're apparently doing a free tasting menu of fancied up Taco Bell food uh, with a uh, very silly looking attire uh, related to the Demolition Man. Grim fresh. Stuff. No sour. Right, yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So it should be interesting to see. Um, I'm going to try and get in. I heard the weights were crazy, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should do it. I'm going to try. I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> what are you so, looking forward to, Andy? Oh, man. I have a signing tonight. That'll be all right. Um, um, what's left? Uh, 
we're going to try and do a, the Deadpool 2 screening. I know we're going to try and do that. Thought it was so, um, you know, and uh, I still have a lot of booths I haven't seen, which is usually what we do a lot of. Uh, not a lot of stuff. So we're going to the Conan screening tomorrow. Oh, sweet. oh I can't um, wait to hear about that. Yeah. Which will be the, the first time I've been we'll to We'll do a, a follow-up maybe after? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap it up here for now, and we'll maybe do a part two for Comic-Con 2018. See you guys. Okay, well, that was something that we thought was going to happen. <laughs> Un- unclear how those bold predictions went. Uh, certainly, I know some of them that I made. Uh, yeah, that didn't... That Taco Bell thing didn't happen at all or whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe that was the kind of the saddest disappointment is that it was such a, it was so much cooler than we understood it to be with yeah. like free food, uh, the merchandise not so great, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard from people the prices on the merchandise and I'm happy I didn't go because I probably would have bought some overpriced thing that I really didn't like that much. <laughs> I'm just. Just because you got in. Right, I'm just yeah. happy they did have the seashells. Yes. Uh, so that was a bust. That was probably my one big regret from the con, and literally everything else was great, I think. I think or at least it I worked think, out great in the end. I think that I had... My biggest complaint about the con was that our trolley stop was just a little... That one block extra that I wish it weren't. That was my biggest complaint, I think. You, the walk to the trolley stop? Yeah, right? You know, there's that... Maybe I should have got a bike or something to get to the trolley stop or something. But our trolley stop was Little Italy and it was kind of packed. And even on Sunday, it was hard to get on even at 1030 in the morning. And Yeah. And, uh, and at the end of the day, that fourth block is much harder than the third block to get back. So... My, I don't know. The the con hotels, I think, is still my biggest disappointment from con. Um, un, to to piggyback on your disappointment with uh, with not making it into the restaurant. Michael, you want to load up your disappointments here or save them for later when we talk about some exclusives? I think that that's probably where yours is going <laughs> to fall. <laughs> no, I was uh, I I had a couple of pleasant surprises actually. Uh, one, I felt like. Um, with the, you know, with the exception of the fact that they can't eliminate the train, the perimeter worked really well. Oh yeah. We did talk about the perimeter. Yeah. yeah I think, it, bit, I think right? it, the, you know, the lack of a, a true checkpoint at the edges of it, just people sort of scanning the crowd for badges made the flow no worse than it's been in years past. And then the the fact that only shuttles could pull up in front of the convention center made the traffic coming in and out of the building way better. I'm still shocked that they funnel everyone on that sidewalk. Like, why not expand it into that little... I know that they need it for emergency purposes, but... Yeah, I assume that that's really, like a fire code situation, and that's just how it is. They should uh, really expand that sidewalk. Yeah, it's yeah. really dumb. Uh, the crossing at fifth Avenue there, or is it fifth street? I don't remember. Anyway, the big crossing right there in the middle, the front of the gas lamp is, and was just as bad as it always was. Yep. Um, on Saturday for sure. But I felt like on the earlier days, it was actually possible to cross there, which it wasn't in the past. So Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday felt like a much different con this year. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yes, absolutely. They really did. Um, I don't know if that's the exclusives changes or if that's the programming changes. Programming seemed a little bit also a little lighter. Column A and p- column B there yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yep. Um, expense the con has gone up in price. Also true. You know, there's all sure. sorts of stuff. Um, I yeah, the perimeter was okay. It was. I thought that the crossing over at the far side of the con, the opposite side of Hall H. Uh, because that street was blocked off the majority of the time, it actually made crossing that road relatively easy, right. um, which it never was before. It was just as bad as the gas lamp side. Um, and so that side flowed a lot more, um, yeah. which I then was helpful. I picture a world maybe where that perimeter is bigger. You mean they expand it further up harbor? Yeah, well, I mean, it's into Gaslamp now, right? Like Fifth Avenue is shut down for a ways. 
Um, yeah, I think they should shut down block. more of those streets probably. And yeah, maybe move it up Harbor further so you can get to both trolley stops without any problem. I think the problem with moving it up Harbor further is that you start to have trouble with traffic flow in and out of the hotel. Yeah. Th- that Marriott that is directly next to the convention center is probably the reason they can't move it any farther than it is. Um, which sucks because one more like, or even half of a block farther or the literally the other side of the crosswalk on that side would make a big difference. Given the amount of money they make from this convention, they can expand that sidewalk by one set of people and then also figure that out. (laughs) Yeah. That would require them to do any construction down there, uh, which is basically impossible. Well, they could start today and they might be done by next year. (laughs) Again, that would require them to actually do construction down there, uh, which is impossible. I think there is another ballot initiative this year to vote on how to expand the convention center. Oh, Um, wow. This is like the fifth one in five years or something. Um, You know, I don't think there's a stadium attached to this one this time, so that's good news. Um, Yeah, you'll probably get your money paid back from a convention center. Yeah, so we'll see. I haven't read the details on it, but again, this is like the fifth time in five years that we voted on this, uh, so it's very frustrating. Not holding your breath. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it's hard to know how much, because there's definitely a lot of sentiment from people that live here that are like, I hate this Comic-Con stuff. It ruins my weekend and my week for like a one week out of a year. These people all suck, and they don't appreciate like how much money it generates for the city. Um. I've talked to two restaurant owners that say they make enough in this weekend to stay open all year. Uh, I'd believe yeah. it. I absolutely believe it. Uh, the people, the downtown restaurants for sure make a killing. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of people that are just annoyed by crowds and traffic and hate that. And well, tough. Maybe, cookies. maybe don't live in the downtown of a big city. Right. Or exactly. Go away that make that one week your vacation. Exactly. Go rent your house out for Airbnb. That's literally exactly what it's for. Although uh, I heard uh, in San Diego, maybe not so friendly to Airbnb anymore. No, uh, I don't think oops. so. I heard oops. those rumblings. Yeah. So it sounds like city council's uh, cracking the whip on that stuff, which would have impacted your guys' experience this year, I heard. Right? Possibly. I don't know. Should I? Met, should I mm, did I break the law? Did somebody else break the law? I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> anyway uh so you know it, um but you know overall that perimeter i think was a benefit to the con as a whole i overall, agree guaranteed yeah. yeah that skybound insider sync was probably my surprise of the con i'm loath to talk about it because i don't want more people to go it was very intimate and fun <laughs> <laughs> it was a small restaurant and uh it was a walk from the convention center so not a lot of people went but um you know, you got to go in, sit down, get some snacks, sit in the air conditioning, listen to a presentation about what was coming up and, you know, what the changes they were making to the, the, uh, this like rewards program that they have, right? And all that sort of stuff. And, uh, Robert Kirkman came out and answered some questions. So that was pretty cool. And, um, it was probably not a huge room, you know, you could walk up and shake hands. And the people there were very nice. Like all the other people there were, just real happy to be away from the convention, I think, and <laughs> relaxing with people that also liked The Walking Dead or Invincible, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I don't have, I don't know. It was just a, a uh, I've been to those types of things before and they're a disappointment. I don't know how to really say that some of them were a disappointment other than that, like, you showed up and there was really nothing going on. It seems like those cases where you actually get to have like a face-to-face almost person-to-person interaction with the creative people is extremely rare these days right and this was definitely provided like that was the idea right um some people got you know very they they were very uh, happy to have us there right it seemed like versus that they were doing it for pr purposes Right. Doing a signing on the con floor, the people are happy to be there, but in the fact that they are actors and are being paid and are signing, you know, as part of their job versus, you know, going and actually talking to fans and enjoying it 
in a lot yeah, of cases. It, it sounds like a, a throwback to a different era of Comic-Con. Right, yeah, definitely. Uh, and it was funny because it was pretty removed from the convention center to get back to that, you know, creator fan interaction. <laughs> yeah. But but it was a fun little surprise that it worked out that well. And they had like little tiny swag bags for people. And, you know, it was just a, it felt genuine. And a lot of things at the con sometimes don't feel genuine anymore. Um, and I'm sure everybody had an experience this year where they're kind of like disappointed. But um Overall, I think I was impressed. I don't know about you guys, but I did more shopping this year than the last couple of years. Yeah, there was a uh, a bigger emphasis this year on actually being able to buy stuff, um, which is interesting because in general, like I have thought about buying things and then saw a line and said, nope. Uh, and this year... A lot of those lines either weren't the case or they weren't that bad. Uh, so I was able to do more buying. Yeah, and I feel like we just had, and this this will kind of mesh into the exclusives discussion, but I feel like we just had more time to see things and make up our mind about wanting to buy them. Rather do you than feel just that being that was sort of- because you were more prepared? Like you had to be more prepared because you knew what every booth had? a little bit ahead of time because you had to sign up for it or no i mean something like else? not even not even from the the big booths that we knew were going to be there and we knew what they were going to have i mean you know without for us in particular not having to wait in that lego line for half the day outside meant we just had that much more time to spend on the floor to sort of take our time seeing what there was to offer from the booths that we know we like, um, from the booths that we sometimes don't get to spend as much time at because we're more crunched. Um, a lot of the other booths tried to take on a kind of a fast pass style ticketing system as well outside of the con version. And I felt like it was much more organized and predictable in terms of understanding how to get to the things you wanted to get to or buy the things you wanted to buy. I've given up on many a place in the past that I got into this year and got a thing and then got a signing and then got, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, an example would be Hallmark, right? I, I've never tried to wait for Hallmark cause their line's crazy, but this year it was really easy to understand. Like if you got there in the morning, they gave out fast passes and then you came back during the fast pass time or, you came back after the fast pass times to see what they had left. Yep. And, oh, look, when you were at the booth, they told you, like, if you buy this thing, they're doing a signing. But they didn't advertise the signing They only for the people that came by the booth and bought the thing. So seemed much more constrained, I think, across the board at almost all the vendors. So I agree with that statement entirely, except for the very end of the con. Except for that, I agree with that statement completely. It, it yeah, made well, the rest of the con very structured. All things break down at the end of days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, family day is always a zoo. Oh, and, man. It was worse this year than last year. So what what Michael's talking about, family day, they call that uh, Sunday is called family day. And for right. some reason, it seems like they, maybe there's just like less panels or everyone brought their kids in this so they're not going to sit in panels or something but oh boy was it crowded although so again some of the lines were not long at all you could walk up to a lot of the hasbros and mattels because they had sold out of most of their stuff right it's just the way that uh i mean i, I got, i'll just call people out here uh, i heard the way that lego handled their exclusives and extra minifigs on sunday was uh really bad <laughs> i didn't hear anything about the minifigs but with the sets for sure uh i heard that if you walked up into sales uh near the end of the con on sunday you could just walk up and get a black lightning they were just handing them away to anyone oh, oh wow i knew people who walked up and got three okay so i mean good for them um sure but that that is infuriating because I'm sure there were people who would have taken or wanted one of those, but had no idea that that was happening because there was no communication whatsoever. 
Um, but you know, whatever, I guess, um, you know, in terms of the way they handled the sets also, it was sounded like it was uh, pretty poorly handled on the last day because my, in my contrast to the other days when it was right, very right, well structured, right, right. that's, this is my interpretation of that. They expected because they were so well organized at the beginning that they would have everything sorted by the end. And it turned out lots of people just didn't want to show up for an exclusive, which is actually somewhat interesting to me kind of like showing maybe that it isn't all resellers that got in you know because yeah, maybe not a lot of people just decided i don't want that aquaman and they didn't show up because they weren't resellers and it's not the one that they wanted and and if they find a way to account for that part of the system and make it fair to those people that would want those things um, I think that that's actually beneficial in yeah, the long I, run. I mean, what they ended up doing, I have no problem with that. It's just that there was no way for anyone to know without right? having asked at the booth or that known day someone or like knew. a couple hours ahead of time or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you talk to the person who literally decides this stuff that day or no? Um, you know, if they had said, "Hey, we're going to do all these exclusives these days this way," and then on Sunday past. 1 p.m. It's going to be a free for all. Go up to sales, and anyone who's there can get a minifig or any you know lineup uh, starting at this time, and we'll sell all the rest of our sets or whatever. So, given then, that this fine. was the first, but year, they didn't do that, right? This is the first year of trying this system. If they then put on this next year on your ticket, it says, "Hey, you got a pass, right? You got into the exclusives." You're going to get your ticket checked when you come get your exclusive and then keep your pass because on Sunday, if there are leftovers, people with passes can line up again, first come, first serve in the sales pavilion after X time. Yeah, I mean, that's fine because there's a a pre-delineated plan, right? The thing that I'm annoyed with is they had this pre-delineated plan and then it all fell to Helter Skelter the last day. I think they just didn't expect to have leftovers. Not as many as they did. Yeah, well, I think some of that in- can be attributed. Actually, uh, also some of it can be attributed to the weakness of the sets. I think Aquaman not a big mover uh, in general. I think uh, Ant Man probably a little bigger mover than Aquaman, but oh, definitely Ant Man was very popular, but still not like not. It's not like they Falcon were giving, popular, right? They weren't giving away a Millennium Falcon, right? Right, and the the mini figs were the same way, right? Everyone wanted Deadpool, Black right. Lightning was so so, Unikitty you could get for pretty much a song if you found the right person. Yeah. I knew some people who were like, I got this Unikitty minifig and uh, some friends at work and they were saying, I didn't even go pick it up because it's not even a real minifig. See, so that, that right there, they didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, next year, this could throw everything out the window, right? If they all of a sudden, if next year is like, oh, it's a Thanos minifig, a Jon Snow minifig and, you know, whatever other popular character it is, right? Sure. If Lego got the license to do Game of Thrones buildings, I would be broke. (laughs) (laughs) If I could build a Lego Winterfell, I would probably have to clear off my computer desk and do it tomorrow. But, Andrew, there would be nothing to build. It would just be all burned down. Ooh. Spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna like. I, I shouldn't like, have said anything. You shouldn't yeah. say that. Shouldn't say that. Uh, that's my own personal pet peeve, and I did it. They sh- what they should do is just make one set that you can buy multiple copies of. That's a section of the wall, and just build it as long as you want. <laughs> that's an amazing idea. I just want. There's a free want, idea, Lego. But I want it, if whatever they build, I want it to be the same as the ones in the opening to the show. So like the things spin when they're supposed to spin. Right. Oh, okay. You're asking for a lot there. Th- those no, things I'm are not. like, come on, they, they just brought out Voltron. Victorian, amazing looking like things. They just brought out Voltron and it does transform. So come on, we can do this. That Voltron set looks sweet. Uh, I'm not paying $180 for it, but it looks sweet. Yeah, agreed. They did a they did a great job with the detail on that one. What was interesting is that you don't ever see pictures of the backside because the backside is just kind of flat. Because of all the transformations, and that was the one pet peeve I, I heard from a lot of people that, that nitpicked the set. But it, overall, 
Brick, Brick Set gave it pretty high marks. And they, they know their stuff, you know? Um, yeah. One thing I will say, and then we can move off of Lego, is um, something that I was complaining about uh, when we did our our first discussion about exclusives was the loss of the sense of community from waiting in line. Well, we were still in line for 90 minutes picking up our minifig on Saturday because they had exactly one guy at the end of the line checking everyone's name off the list. And I didn't lose the line uh, friending either. We There were plenty of things to wait for, like wristbands to try and get into the Deadpool screening or other stuff like that, that... Mm-hmm. Um, that there was plenty of line time, you know, still, if you wanted it. And and related to that, my prediction that the floor would be a mess because of all this, um, I would say it was as good or better than it has been in the past. So maybe the panels were more crowded or people I, just didn't I come to the floor. I don't think that was the case. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I heard from multiple people that it was possible to walk into Ballroom 20 as late as 11 o'clock on Saturday. Um, I know like a bunch of stuff happened later in the day on Saturday that made it much harder to get into. Um, at like one o'clock, I heard the line started going out, uh, outside, but it was literally possible at 11, 1030. I know someone walked into the convention at 1030 and walked into and got a seat in ballroom 20, which is unheard of random thought. And I have nothing to back this up, but with the new tap pass system and with essentially neutering resellers um, or at least, you know, major resellers that let go as a team and like, you know, really bomb each of these places with just huge buys. Uh, do you think maybe they did not attend slash forge badges? But this isn't the first year of the tap thing, right? I mean, it's the second, I think, right? This is year, year two. Is it? Year two? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I remember it being there last year. I didn't remember if it was the year before that also. Um, like you could like, really get past it last year. There was a lot of places you could enter without tapping. Hmm. I don't remember that, but I guess I never tried uh, to be sneaky with it. They seemed pretty buttoned up this year, though. And with expanding the thing out, like you couldn't go down a staircase even in the back, and there were guards standing there with tappers. So... Yeah, maybe maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Uh, maybe they did a better job of watching people do the like walk in with two badges, take and walk out one person, walk out with two kind of thing. You know, to like funnel more people inside. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but I I think you know uh, overall it wasn't that bad walking around inside. I mean, it was as bad as it normally was, which is to say. Yeah, I mean, it's bad, but not any worse than normal, right? And I feel like this year, at least in my opinion, I ended up doing more stuff outside the con uh, than usual, which is unusual for me, I feel like. Yeah, you did a um, you did a trolley that I want to hear about. Yeah, so uh, I feel like if the takeaway of this year from the con for me was that sci-fi took over downtown... The sci-fi channel. In a big way. And that's not something I ever would have expected to say, right? Especially given that they just walked away from their, like, biggest sci-fi show. Right? Uh, It was very strange. You know, they they took over the Children's Museum there, and they had a big setup there uh, with, like, a human claw game that you could get hoisted up into to go grab prizes. Uh, And they had a bus full of people singing karaoke on the top, uh, all of which was, you know, they wrapped the bus in their logo. Uh, and then they had two trolleys also wrapped in their logos, which you could get on and play bingo <laughs> and win prizes. Uh, you, uh, To be clear, you get a prize for getting on either of the buses uh, or the trolleys, uh, but that if you win or sing, you get more prizes. I think you need to name some of these bingo squares, though, because I have no idea what type of bingo you're playing. I mean, it's like... I five, 
or like I twenty two. Oh, I thought it was more like spot this in down like green backpack or like you no, know what I mean? no 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 no. It's literally like he has a little rolling thing and they pull out wooden balls that have bingo numbers on oh them. It's like B six, and then he makes a dumb joke. Nice. And, and the two guys on that were running the trolley that I was on constantly were making dumb jokes. Uh, it was pretty fun. Everyone was having a good time. Uh, the one guy kept saying, if you're not winning, my friend's name is Ben, whatever his last name was, <laughs> spelling it out for you. It's at sci-fi. It's just like telling you how to get at the <laughs> boss uh, because you're mad because you didn't win. Um, but everyone was really having a good time. Uh, it was a very, uh, that was my line bonding time, uh, Michael, where we made friends with the people in front of us. Nice. We then saw again later while we were waiting in line at the Lego booth that day. Um, they were like, Michael oh, hey, benefited man. from my line bonding. He, he got trades out of all my line bonding. Yeah. That, uh, thank you again for that. That worked out really well. Uh, Andy made a, a friend in line waiting for, uh, a raffle early in the morning while we were waiting in a different line and he was willing to trade uh, the Conan pop that he had gotten for the Conan pop that we got later in the day, which was, you know, his was one that we wanted more and vice versa. Nice. All good things come from everyone's line friends. Yeah. And, yeah, and we, the line friends are better now because we're, they're, they're genuine line friends. Yeah, everyone's yeah. on the same team. You're not competing against each other. Yeah, we it was it was the mood in the Lego minifigs line was really different this year. I commented on that at one point because everyone who was in the line had already won, and so it yeah there wasn't that's a good there point. wasn't like, the same we're all sense winners. of <laughs> right in it's years past. Desperate. There's that well, it's this nervous anticipation, right? Like, is it going to come up green when I tap the iPad? Uh, and there was a part of me that really hoped that they would have the iPad set up at the end anyway, but with the chance of winning dialed up to 100%. So you would just tap it for old time's sake and it would show green, 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 you're, green, a, green. you're a winner screen. <laughs> you know, they still had stuff that was winners and losers, right? Like that's oh, that yeah. screening I didn't get into with um, Matt and um, Michael actually won an auction or not an auction, but a limited um john wick thing that i was like pining over <laughs> and you know so there was um um uh, there's a lot of that still but i think that it was it was much less commercialist commercialist stuff commercialized stuff it was more like get into things and do things and get cool little like trinkets type things rather than like these legos are worth so much money yeah, experiential. Yeah. That's I, uh, a much better word and took about a th- fifth of the amount of time. <laughs> you know, uh, and that goes with the stuff that was outside, too, to some extent. Uh, w- my wife and I went to the uh, sh- Shadow of the Tomb Raider takeover. Uh, they took over a bar uh, downtown. Did either of you guys end up going in there? I heard something about snakes. I did not make it uh, really far into Gaslamp much at all. I, we went to the library. My uh, JJ and I checked out the oh, parking right, yeah. lot, um, and then the you know there's a big parking lot across the bridge, and that was kind of pretty lame, actually. Um, yeah, I think the best thing there may have been the Hello Kitty truck. The Hello Kitty truck was kind of cool. If I liked. Hello Kitty, it would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I know a lot of people that did like it, and they appreciated that it was there because there were no lines. And also they could get <laughs> in there without a con badge, so... Right. Um, props to Hello Kitty for having that there. Uh, but then, we yeah, we also went out to the um, the library to go see Friends of, Friends of the Pods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Geek Say What Network pod, live pod. But that's pretty much the only time I got out... Of the con. So the Shadow of the Tomb Raider uh, takeover event thing was at a bar. Uh, I heard they didn't start serving alcohol until later, so it's possible uh, kids would have been allowed in before that point. But the point we got in, it was already 21 and over only. Um, And there's a line. You go in, you know, you sign the standard film release thing uh, because they're going to use your picture or whatever uh and then there's a line to play the game or you can just like ignore that line 
uh, and go in and see the stuff they have set up. And they had two two sort of exhibits set up and then, you know, the bar and a place to order, like, little tiny food things. Um, the One of the things they had set up was just a big pit full of skulls where they had three gigantic pythons in. Uh, and when they were calm, the handler people would let them take pictures with them. You could sit down on the edge of the thing and they would lay the giant boa or python or whatever across your lap uh, and you could take a picture with it um you know only when the snakes were not being feisty uh i saw several people do that and that was pretty funny uh and then they also had a like uh, daily drawing to like win an xbox or whatever uh and then they had a, a prize wheel that you could spin right and you spin it and get 50 entries into the daily drawing or Oh, win actually win an Xbox uh, or a copy of the game or whatever. But in order to spin that wheel, you had to enter a challenge. Do you guys know what the challenge was? Uh, did you have to spell God's name in Hebrew or something? <laughs> Doesn't it start with an I? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was a there was a little table in front of the wheel with three dishes, like, covered serving platters, uh, and you had to eat bugs. Oh. Weird ones. Oh, no. Were they, like, fake bugs or real bugs? Real. Uh, They weren't alive, uh, but they were real, and some of them were very big. Uh, Like, I I don't have a good size to make here. Like, you can't see my hands. But, uh, like, there was a decent-sized scorpion that i saw someone eat like not like the size of my hand what did you get for eating a scorpion uh and not just eating it you had to eat it the fastest (laughs) so you had to be faster than the two other people no wow and it wasn't the same bug so they might have uh one person may have like five giant ants you have a scorpion and the third person has like a water bug the size of your palm uh and then whoever eats it first Bringing back Fear Factor. It was highly amusing. (laughs) Uh, As a person who did not want to do that whatsoever, but uh, could purchase an alcoholic beverage and watch, it was very amusing. (laughs) Um, That was a hilarious exhibit. Um, And the line was like almost non-existent uh, to get in. So that part was very cool also. Uh, But yeah, I would not want to be the people eating a scorpion whatsoever. I've often said I'd try anything, but bugs are on the list of, it would really have to be convinced. If it, it would be one thing if it was like flavored or like part of a dish or some kind of recipe or something. This is just like a, a cooked bug. That's not exciting. I'm sure it just tastes like crunchy or whatever, but that's not, I'm sure it doesn't taste good. Right. See, but doing something like that, there's gotta be a lot of people that. They did they have like a bucket nearby? Uh I I wasn't looking real close, but the like people with the microphone were standing behind a little stand thing, so there very likely was buckets or something back there. Because they, I imagine there are plenty of people that could not finish those. Like Yeah, not Yeah. The, and again, like you know, you don't know what bug you're getting when you step up. You're just agreeing to eat weird stuff. So if you don't want to eat it, like, you know, you don't have to. You're just not gonna win, right? I definitely saw one person go like, oh, no, this thing is too gross. I'm not finished. I'm not eating this. So uh, it was a very fun, silly uh, thing. Nice. Well, um, thing you came away from, physical thing or or experiential thing you came away from that you'll want to remember or try to do again next year? If we go Ooh. next year, are we? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll go. We'll go back. Undecided if we'll do the whole weekend, but we'll definitely go back for at least part of it. Yeah. Um, I I probably had two experiences. One, um, obviously was Conan, which was just a a crazy time. Uh, you know, it was they do Conan tapes four shows at uh, the Spreckles Theater in the Gas Lamp during Comic Con every year. 
and they raffle off tickets ahead of time and then you have to get in line to get a wristband and the earlier you get in line, the better your seat. Uh, and just because of the timing of exclusives, we wound up having to get in line super early so we could get done with it and then back to the convention center and then back to Spreckles. But as a result of that, we wound up in the, uh, in row C right in front of the band. So at that point, it's like the second row. Yeah. It's like the pictures you sent or showed us were like, dang, you had really amazing seats. Yeah, it was, it was pretty incredible. Um, oh, I learned side note, Jason Momoa, who is starring as Aquaman in the upcoming Aquaman movie, apparently has two special blends of Guinness that are made especially for him. And they brought out Guinness and everyone on stage had a Guinness at the end of the show. That's Things you learn. <sighs> Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. So yeah, uh definitely would recommend um at least entering Conan for the chance to win cuz it's it's worth going. Oh, speaking of weird alcohols, um it, w- most people here being wine drinkers, we can take an alcohol half minute here. Um at the Skybound Insiders, we saw that The Walking Dead has released some wines through an Australian label called 21 Prisoners, I think it is. Um, But the wine labels are part of a app called the Living Wine Labels app. And so if you put your phone in front of any of the Walking Dead wine labels, it starts an AR movie. Okay. Huh. And like, is it like just like a motion graphic of the label or something? No, or no, just like, like, like just a, a full on video starts playing over the bottle, basically. That's very cool, but like, man, very specific. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. they're going to continue doing these. And like, as releases are coming towards like beginning of seasons and stuff, they may preview episodes or scenes from the show or I don't know. There's all sorts of weird stuff that could be possible. But is the wine any good? I don't know. (laughs) It was not. That uh, sounds like the kind of thing you would do to cover up the fact that maybe your wine isn't very good. (laughs) Well, you know what? Hmm. Maybe we'll have a follow up on that. How about that? Maybe it can't be that expensive. Maybe maybe we'll find out. Someday. I, 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 that's just. That sounds cool, but, like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I mean, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Right on. Um, I think that my experience this year that I want to try and replicate is being more interested in the con again. Uh, I want to try next year, like, finding things like we found this year, because a couple of years now... I was getting disillusioned with lines everywhere and everywhere and everywhere. And now that there won't be lines everywhere. Um, and it seems like maybe some of the larger studios have banked off into doing their own things. Like, you know, Marvel goes to Disney's stuff now. And, um, maybe it's time to like, look around and find more things like that's that skybound panel. Cause I'm sure there are more, that uh, I've just been missing out on from disillusionment. So it was nice to be refreshed a little bit and reminded that those things exist at Comic-Con. Yeah, I think that's my takeaway as well, that, like, maybe I should just try the stuff that was very popular again. Because, like, I, you know, I was talking about how you could have walked into Ballroom 20. That was during the Simpsons panel. I could have gone in and sat and watched the Simpsons panel just, like, walked in. I would have been sitting near right. the back, but who cares? But six or seven but years I didn't ago even try. when we tried to get into Walking Dead or Futurama, we couldn't get in. Right. So, you know, maybe the thing is, I just need to go... I just need to go look. Like, I I would just... I just assumed there was no chance. And instead of that, if I had walked up, I would have sat down and had a great time. So, yeah, I think this year, uh, I learned that maybe it's worth trying again. <laughs> That's a sad... Kind of a sad statement to make. But it's like, it's hopeful. You know, with a, with a few exceptions, it was definitely 
a different experience. And I don't think necessarily in the way that we might've been dreading. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard that people showed up at 7 AM and got into hall H that day. Yeah. We heard the same thing. And that's, that's basically doing no work to get into hall H. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, a light and it somehow has a re-arrived come come. Yeah. Uh, and we'll leave you with that message of hope. Hey, uh, you know, this is kind of a fun special wrap-up episode of of something we've been talking about for three weeks, right, Comic-Con? But maybe we have a chance to wrap up something else tonight. Do you guys think we have time to, uh, to probably listen to the last transmission from Zero Cool on Portal? I yes. think we should. All right. Well, I mean, that's, I think, how we should work our way out tonight. All right. All right. All right. All right. I cannot tell you guys how tense I am right now playing this game. <laughs> I am like looking oh. at every every corner, like what's going to jump out at me next. I mean, like I take it we're in the final stretch here or something. Yeah. Sounds like it. There does not seem to be anybody around. Uh, okay, I've been through that door. It is how weird how creepy the game gets when there's no hallways more. Hallways and hallways of... Uh, yeah, when you get out of the, like, fun science area. Whatever it was that they were building in this laboratory. Just that sort of dead white noise in the background, too. Yeah, and she's not talking okay, to you anymore. Walking through a force field. Well, you found me. Congratulations. It's you. Was it worth it? Because despite your violent behavior, the only thing you've managed to break so far is my heart. Maybe you could settle for that, and we'll just call it a day. I guess we both know that isn't going to happen. You chose this path. Now I have a surprise for you. Deploying surprise in five. Oh boy. Time out for a second. That wasn't supposed to happen. Do you see that thing that fell out of me? What is that? It's not the surprise. I've never seen it before. Never mind. It's a mystery I'll solve later. By myself. Because you'll be dead. Quick, pick it up. Pick it up. I wouldn't bother with that thing. My guess is that touching it will just make your life even worse somehow. I think I should touch this. Good man. (laughs) I don't want to tell you your business, but if it were me, I'd leave that thing alone. Gosh, the voice actor that does GLaDOS is so good. Where are you taking that thing? Hmm. Do you think I'm trying to trick you with reverse psychology? I mean... All right, this is very boring. I'm going to pause it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm guessing we jump back in after he beat it. Yeah, this is the credits yes. music. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I I feel gypped. He denied I, us the fun did, moment of beating Gladys. I I really just want to know how much time there was between I'm gonna pause this and credits. Yeah. Depending on how quick he figured out the thing to do, it could have been quite a while. Right, that's what I'm wondering. Well, I guess we'll have to ask him that in our follow-up. <laughs> no, he's just whistling along. Okay, I beat the game. I liked it a lot. More later. Hmm. Are we going to get a, a bonus extra episode where he sees the actual end or at least gives us his thoughts? Oh, I'll, you know what? We'll probably do an interview with him. Okay. Yeah. I wonder, uh, did he watch past the end of the end credits to the thing that happens at the very, very Is end? Is it a spoiler at this point? I mean, come on. Portal is really old. Yeah. Michael, the, you are you talking Portal about one? the... Yeah, I played Portal 1. You're talking about the updated ending, though, right? Well, yeah, where you don't right. make it out. 
you get yeah. out and then they drag you back inside. Yeah. Well, they had to make Portal 2, right? So <laughs> yeah, Portal 2 is really fun, so oh, I can't yeah. blame them. Oh yeah. Well, that was fun. I I feel like that was a, too much of a cliffhanger. So we're going to have to get him on quick to to follow up on that one. But um in the meantime, I don't think we covered everything at Comic-Con. So if people want to comment on certain things or if they want to uh, mention to us stuff that they loved about Comic-Con, where would they do that, Michael? They can email us at podcast at we were gamers. They can find us on the Twitters, on Facebook, on Instagram, all at we were gamers. They can look us up on iTunes and on Google Play and on wherever else they are connoisseurs of fine podcasts. Did I get everything? I think I got everything. <laughs> JJ. Guys, I, I got it. Hmm? No, what, what were you saying, Michael? Oh, I was going to, I was going to, sorry, I was going to co-opt your question and ask, how did you guys feel about the Peanuts line? Rage fire building. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I was going to ask what what JJ felt about the lack of furries this year. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Were there? Was there a lack? I don't know. I don't know if I noticed any less than the normal. Mm, my question was less interesting, it seems. Ha, ha, ha.